0: At a glance, signing on to appear in the follow-up to an adored and financially successful feature seems like a bit of a no-brainer. Who wouldn't want to earn a ton of money for reprising a character you've already brilliantly played, and star in a movie which fans clearly want to see? Well, this lot apparently. Clearly, it would have been awesome to see some of these talented thespians come back for the sequels to some of their greatest hits. But for one reason or another, these folks were all happy to kiss these franchise continuations goodbye. I'm Gareth from WhatCulture.com and here are 10 actors who refuse to return for sequels to acclaimed films. Number 10. Katie Holmes' The Dark Knight Not every piece of forced recasting immediately pisses off a franchise's fanbase. In fact, there's an argument to be made that Maggie Gyllenhaal's portrayal of Rachel Dawes in Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight was something of an improvement on Katie Holmes' version of the role which was seen in Batman Begins. Yet, it's still not exactly clear why Holmes decided to back out of the sequel to the critically adored first entry in Nolan's epic trilogy. When the Dark Knight finally hit screens, the Dawson's Creek star simply stated, I had a great experience working with Chris Nolan, and I'm sure it's going to be a great movie. She wasn't wrong. Holmes later admitted it was a decision that she made at that time, and it was right for her at that moment. But you have to imagine, she probably kicked herself once arguably the greatest comic book movie of all time changed the game forever. Number 9. Kristen Wiig, Bridesmaids 2 Just because a film is ridiculously successful and brings in mountains of cash doesn't mean an actor will instantly jump at the chance to be part of a cash grab sequel. No, honestly. Bridesmaids star Kristen Wiig went on record to say that when the team were making the smash hit comedy, they knew during the first one, this was it. Wiig admitted we would have made a lot of money if there was a second one, but that's not my goal in my creative life. Since Bridesmaids, Wiig has gone from strength to strength, starring in numerous comedies and she's also about to step into the superhero world as Barbara Ann Minerva aka Cheetah in Wonder Woman 1984. With Wig looking as busy as ever, and the likes of bridesmaids director Paul Feig and her co-star Melissa McCarthy both admitting the ball is in her court when it comes to getting the project off the ground, it may be some time before we see a follow-up to the sensational star-studded comedy, and there's even a chance it may never come to fruition. Number eight, Will Ferrell, Elf Two. The likes of Megatu in Zoolander, Brennan Huff in Step Brothers, and Ron Burgundy in Anchorman The Legend of Ron Burgundy have all cemented Will Ferrell as a comedic icon. Yet many would argue that his role as Buddy in Elf is still the character Ferrell is best known for. That's why it's crazy that nearly 20 years on from the unexpected Christmas smash hit, we're still yet to see the comedy superstar return as the over-enthusiastic elf. Well this non-existent sequel is likely down to the fact that Ferrell himself is seriously reluctant to return to the role. Talking about turning down the chance to appear in a second elf film a few years after the original was released. Ferrell said, "I didn't want to wander into an area that could erase all the good work I've done." He did eventually return for an Anchorman sequel by the name of Anchorman 2. The legend continues, however, and that follow-up actually outscored the original on Rotten Tomatoes tomato meter. So who knows? There may be help for a buddy comeback someday soon. Number 7. Jodie Foster Hannibal. For a while, it looked like Jodie Foster was fully on board when it came to revisiting the character of Clarice Starling in the sequel to The Silence of the Lambs. However, it soon became clear that Foster wasn't exactly happy with the direction her character was going in the follow-up. Staying largely faithful to the Hannibal novel itself written by Thomas Harris, the sequel would see Starling getting brainwashed by Hannibal Lecter and feasting on humans herself. Foster and Silence's director, Jonathan Demme, clearly felt this tale didn't fall in line with the way they wanted to present Clarice. With the actor admitting back in 2005, Clarice meant so much to Jonathan and I. She really did. And I know it sounds kind of strange to say, but there was no way that either of us could really trample on her. So after multiple attempts to create a script which appealed to Foster, the studio eventually decided to recast the role. Julianne Moore, another incredibly talented thespian in her own right, stepped in. Returned as Lecter and Ridley Scott sat in the director's chair. But Hannibal still didn't take off in quite the same way the first film did a decade earlier. Number 6 Jim Carrey The Mask sequel. Ace Ventura, Lloyd Christmas, The Riddler, and Truman Burbank are just a few of the instantly recognisable faces the legendary Jim Carrey has brought to life over the years. Yet his turn as Stanley Ipkiss, aka The Mask, in the feature of the same name is quite possibly the most memorable performance of his outstanding career. But when the star was offered the chance to pop the famous wooden mask back on for the sequel to The Mask, Carey ultimately declined as he felt returning to the character didn't offer up much of a challenge for him as an actor. However, Carey did eventually go on to appear in another follow-up to one of his earlier films in Dumber and Dumber 2, and even recently expressed interest in returning to the role of Ipkiss, revealing this year, I would only do it if it was some crazy visionary filmmaker. Now that would be Schmoken. Number 5. Will Smith – Independence Day Resurgence An actor's career is defined by the choices they make. Will Smith knows this better than most, as he has often found himself at a difficult crossroads when it comes to deciding on what direction he should take himself next. Back in the late 90s, Smith famously turned down the chance to star in The Matrix as Neo in favor of appearing in Wild Wild West. And we all know how that turned out. Yet Smith was met with another tricky decision years later when he was faced with two interesting options. Smith could either step into the fledgling DCEU as Deadshot in Suicide Squad or reprise the role of Captain Stephen Hiller in Independence Day Resurgence. In the end, Smith preferred to move forward instead of clinging to his past and opted for Suicide Squad rather than the long-awaited sequel to the crowd-pleasing Independence Day. Unfortunately for the actor, Suicide Squad didn't really take off in the way he would have hoped. But Resurgence was also critically panned and earned half the money the DCEU flick made at the box office, so at least he chose the more commercially successful option. Number 4, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Predator 2 and The Predator Around the time science fiction horror flick Predator landed on our screens, Arnold Schwarzenegger was a bona fide action movie star, and he proved to be a major draw once again when John McTiernan's now iconic alien feature burst onto the scene. So the studio were understandably desperate to sign Arnie up for the sequel, yet the former Mr. Olympia wasn't a huge fan of the script, and was also rumored not to be happy with his proposed salary for appearing in Predator 2 either, after ultimately opting not to Turn, the film eventually went on without him. Years later, though, Arnie very nearly made his triumphant return to the franchise in Shane Black's The Predator, however, the megastar again turned down an offer to show up in a Predator sequel, as he didn't like the size of the role which was offered to him. After sitting through Black's lackluster attempt to revitalize the franchise, it's clear Schwarzenegger made the right decision in dodging his long-awaited showdown with the Killing Machine on this occasion. Number 3, Rachel Weiss, The Mummy, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. After the success of The Mummy and its sequel, The Mummy Returns, it looked like the film's stars would all definitely be sticking around for the third film in the lucrative series The Mummy, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. However, once Rachel Weiss read the script, she quickly felt this wasn't the right choice for her at that time, and bowed out of the project. The film's director, Rob Cohen, later admitted that Weisz turned down the chance to return as Evelyn Carnahan O'Connell because she didn't want to play the mother of a 21-year-old, the age Evie's son Alex was set to be in the third movie, when she was only 37 in real life. Whatever Vice's reasons, Maria Bello was eventually brought in to replace her as Evie for a film which ended up being both the worst rated and lowest earner in the trilogy. Number 2. Robin Williams – Aladdin – The Return of Jafar Robin Williams was happy to take on the role of the Genie in Disney's animated family adventure Aladdin, for less money than he usually demanded. However, he only agreed to do so after the studio swore to keep his name and voice away from any of the promotional material, so the film wouldn't directly compete with another feature he had coming out around the same time, by the name of toys. Quickly going back on their word, Disney used Williams' voice heavily in the for Aladdin, and pushed his now iconic performance as the Genie as one of the movie's main attractions. This understandably annoyed the star, and led to him outright refusing to return for the director video sequel, Aladdin, The Return of Jafar. The story had a happy ending for Williams, however, as the acting legend finally agreed to return to the role for Aladdin and the King of Thieves, after accepting an apology from Walt Disney chairman Joe Roth. Number 1. Sean Connery, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull Over the years, Sean Connery has passed up the opportunity to play Gandalf the Grey in Peter Jackson's The Lord of the Rings trilogy, John Hammond in Steven Spielberg's Jurassic Park, and albus dumbledore in the hugely successful harry potter film series the veteran actor often cites not being able to understand the scripts he's been handed as the reason for refusing to appear in certain features however he completely understood what his old pal spielberg was asking of him when the director came knocking for the most recent indiana jones sequel Yet, not even the mighty Spielberg could convince Connery to step out of retirement to reprise his role as Jones's brilliant father in the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. In Connery's own words, it was not that generous a part, and they had taken the story in a different line anyway, so the father of Indy was kind of really not that important. Had Spielberg opted to make Connery's character a key player in the film, perhaps the fourth installment in the franchise would have been remembered for more than CGI monkeys and interdimensional beings. In another dimension, maybe it was.